I see one more story online claiming that the mainstream media is unfair to Hillary Clinton, I'm going to throw myself off of a building. The media just pounded Matt Lauer after his moderation of the NBC News presidential candidate forum, claiming that he was biased against perhaps the most corrupt, the most corrupt presidential candidate ever, Hillary Clinton. Stephen Colbert commented on a story he presented and basically agreed that Lauer was a disgrace to journalism. Colbert, however, has no business calling anyone a disgrace to journalism because Colbert has a one-up on all journalists because he's a disgrace to both journalism and comedy at the same time, which, in my opinion, is an incredible achievement. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Canadian Conservative Podcast. Okay, a lot to get to today, but first and foremost, I don't know how anyone in their right mind can find Stephen Colbert funny. That man doesn't have an ounce of funny in his body. In the middle of watching this bit, if someone would have given me bleach and a pencil, I probably would have poured the bleach into my eyes and shoved the pencil into my ear. I mean, this guy is incredibly, incredibly unfunny. I think the criticism the criticism of Matt Lauer is, is fair to an extent. He should have challenged Trump on his statement about the Iraq war. Let's have a listen. Now, officially, uh, it wasn't a debate. Hillary Clinton was interviewed for the first half hour, Trump for the second. And in her uh, half, uh, she accused Trump of lying about opposing the Iraq war. And then later, Trump fired back. I happened to hear Hillary Clinton say that I was not against the war in Iraq. I was totally against the war in Iraq. From a, you can look at Esquire magazine from 04. You can look at before that. Now, we did look at before that. <laughs> and there are actually audio recordings of him saying he did support the war, as well as some pretty damning recordings of everything else he has ever said. Of course Trump is lying about the Iraq war. Of course he is. We've known that he was lying about that since, I don't know, six to eight months ago, maybe? That's incredibly old news. And everyone is aware that he's lying about that. When Trump lies, though, the media has an absolute obligation to challenge that lie. That's the, that's the way you see it, right, Stephen? When a Republican lies, you leftists are bound to, you're bound by blood to jump on the lie and expose that lie. But when Hillary Clinton lies, it flies right over your head. And that's, all, and that's all Hillary does, is lie and lie and lie. It's starting to get old now, Hillary lying. If Hillary actually told the truth for once in her life, it would be a headline story. That's how much she lies. The media has been covering up Clinton's lies for years now. The email scandal should have ruined her reputation as a politician and got her thrown in jail. But the media saved her. The lies she told about the Benghazi attack regarding the YouTube video should have got Obama impeached. But you assisted them in covering that up. And what about Obama, the second biggest liar in politics? What about, you can keep your doctor? or when he gave Iran a massive amount of money to release US, ho U.S. hostages and then lied about giving Iran money to release the hostages. You know, I could go on and on and on about the left lying in the media, helping them cover it up. What Lauer did to Trump here doesn't even come close to the magnitude of what the media has done to help the Clintons. The fact is that Hillary Clinton is a lying witch and the media doesn't care because they're too busy kissing her boots and worshiping at her altar. Obama is a lying buffoon, but they're too busy kissing his boots and worshiping at his altar. I mean, is it because she's a woman that they won't go after her? Is it because Obama is black that they won't go after him? They have no problem going after female Republicans like Fiorina or going after black Republicans like Ben Carson. They've called Ben Carson a liar multiple times, even when it was proven that their statements were false. At this forum, Hillary also got roasted by a veteran, saying that if he had done what she had done, then he would be imprisoned. I didn't see any media coverage of that from the leftist sites. But the statement is true. Comey let her off with a slap, slap on the wrist and essentially handed her the presidency. So don't you dare tell me that the media is biased against Hillary Clinton. Like, are you kidding me? If you actually believe that the media is biased against Hillary Clinton, then you are so unbelievably delusional 
that I would recommend you get some psychiatric help because what you have going on up there, it just isn't healthy. Now, Hillary Clinton also made some noise with a statement that that really wasn't that bad at all, but the left, me, but the leftist media really, really jumped on it, which was surprising to me. I find it really odd that the leftist media even touched this at all and, and didn't let it pass, just like every other stupid thing Hillary Clinton says. Let's have a listen to what she said. You can put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. Right? The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. So again, this, this, isn't, this really isn't all that bad, honestly, but she says that half of Trump supporters belong in the basket of deplorables and then begins to call them many different types of types of phobic. People are actually going, still going through this video, by the way, and counting, counting how many times she said phobic. And so far, she they, they've counted that she said phobic almost 1,400 times. So that's really impressive. So it's just amazing to me that the mainstream media actually covered this. I think they're starting to realize that maybe they can't protect her because there's a decent chance that she loses this election. Speaking of mainstream media starting to cover more of Hillary Clinton's shenanigans, she had yet another episode at the 9-11 memorial. And let me just say this, these are no longer conspiracy theories, okay? As Hillary once called them, called these conspiracy theories, they're not conspiracy theories. These are real concerns, and the mainstream media are no longer trying to cover up her health issues. Hillary Clinton at the 9-11 memorial had to leave early, and it's reported that she fainted while leaving the event. There's also video coverage of this, I'm sure you've seen it. Her campaign had said that she was feeling overheated, and now it turns out that she has pneumonia. Yeah. Okay, she has pneumonia, just like how she never sent to receive classified material and a YouTube video was to blame for the Benghazi attacks. I won't believe anything that the Clinton campaign spews out and neither should you. She's got some serious problems to deal with here. I don't think that this will hurt her at the polls, but I doubt that the US has ever seen a candidate with as many flaws as Hillary Clinton has. It's just amazing. Now enough talking about Hillary. If I have to talk about her for another second, I might punch in my monitor because I can't even stand to say her name. It gives me goosebumps. It gives me goosebumps just thinking about her becoming president. I mean, how disgusting is that? And no, it's not because she's, it's not because she's a woman, you feminist idiots. It's because she's an idiot leftist, and the West has had way too many too many idiot leftists attempt to run our democracies. Her policies aren't going to work. Just like they didn't work when she was Secretary of State, and when her policies don't work, and people call her out for it, then the media and the left which are basically the same thing at this point, are going to scream sexism just to shut us up. Now, probably the funniest story in politics this week centers around Carrie Johnson, the libertarian candidate that really isn't libertarian at all. I'll let you listen to this for yourself. It's pretty great. What would you do if you were elected about Aleppo? About Aleppo. And what is Aleppo? You're kidding. No. Aleppo is in Syria. It's the, uh, it's the epicenter of the refugee crisis. Okay, got it, got it. Now, you can defend him here to an extent. I guarantee that a large percentage of Americans don't know what or where Aleppo was, but it's still unbelievably funny. If you're running for president of the United States, you should know a little bit more about foreign policy than a regular citizen. But Gary Johnson, once again, proved that he's a joke. Okay, last thing, boring politics boring Canadian politics, I should say. Canada is just so far to the left now that it makes me unbelievably angry when I have to cover stories like this one. This country, this country that I live in is so far gone. A Canadian MP has proposed that maybe, just maybe, we should be screening immigrants to check if they have any values that are anti-Canadian. Okay, I agree with this 100%. 
absolutely we should be screening immigrants to ensure that their values do not conflict with Western values. Remember, these people have no right to enter our country. We have no obligation to allow anyone into this country. The Western countries were built upon Judeo-Christian values, and if the values of these immigrants conflict with those values, why would we bring them in? For example, let's ask, let's ask these people, do you think that homosexual, homosexuality should be punishable by death? If they answer yes, then it might be a good idea to keep them out of Canada. Because their views in that case conflict with our own. Another one, do you think that women should be allowed to drive? If the answer is no, then clearly they don't stand for equality of the two genders. We can even ask, do you believe in everyone being able to believe in whatever religion they want to believe in? Once again, if the answer is no, maybe they shouldn't be entering our country. How can you argue with that? How can you argue with that? And of course, the leftists in Canada hate this idea. They say that Canada was built by immigrants, and saying this statement does not represent Canadian values itself. Okay, so do you think homosexuality should be punished by death then? I mean, I'd say that's a, a pretty anti-Canadian value, wouldn't you? Sure, we were built by immigrants, but we weren't built by immigrants who wanted to come here to destroy our culture. Not immigrants who came here to kill us, but to live a better life. If you are so naive as to think that there aren't radical terrorists attempting to come to Canada through our immigration system, then you are incredibly ignorant. You are incredibly ignorant ignorant, and your attitude is going to get a lot of people killed. No, not all of the immigrants want to come here to commit acts of terror. In fact, a minuscule percentage of them do. If you think that all immigrants that come here to commit, all immigrants are coming here to commit acts, acts of terror, then y you as well are ignorant. You know, I'm not incompetent like Canadian liberals, but if we let in 100,000 immigrants and even one of them is radical, you are out of your dang mind if you think that it is worth it to bring those people in. Okay, one last, last thing, since I had so much fun with it last week, I think I'm going to make it a regular thing that I do each episode. I'll find the dumbest hashtag that I that I can that somewhat, somewhat relates to what I'm talking about, and I'll read stupid tweets and make fun of people. After Gary Johnson's Aleppo moment, Twitter created the hashtag definition of Aleppo. And some of these tweets are absolutely hilarious. I'll read a couple. They're so funny, okay. Quote, Al Eppo. He's friends with that Benghazi guy, right? Hashtag definition of Aleppo. <laughs> that one comes from at weird voyeurism. Next one, quote, when you weren't going to win the presidency and you definitely aren't going to win now, end quote. Hashtag definition of Aleppo. At Scott Pressler. At Lou Geese says, pretty sure it's a Pokemon that has the power to end a presidential run. Hashtag definition of Aleppo. Yes, yes, it definitely does. At Guapo Flame says, someone who exclusively, eat, exclusively eats bugs grown in their lepsis. Hashtag definition of Aleppo. At Giggy Rules. Hashtag de definition of Aleppo. A woman who wears leopard outfits to Walmart. And then they go on to show people wearing leopard outfits in Walmart. Ugh. At Molly Ligon says, Aleppo, noun. The forbidden love child between a leprechaun and a hippo. <laughs> Hashtag definition of Aleppo. And finally, the last one, my personal, personal favorite, at Big Mocker said, Hashtag definition of Aleppo, it's when a man, or it's when a woman loves another woman, and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Hashtag definition of Aleppo. Okay, thank you all so much for listening.
And once again, I had a great time. I hope you did as well. Have a great rest of your day.